Shut up and sit down. Welcome to another episode of Business Bros. Dude, we got that thing rocking and rolling. So I was thinking about our show, right? And I was like, what are we doing to help people like daily? How can we help them a little bit more? And we started to come up with something. What did we come up with, Ham? Oh, we came up with our definition of uh, the service that we're providing and you know how we can help you and get to where you want to go help you get to where you want to go thank right? you i mean see this is why we make good partnership because i get stuck in my sentences sometimes yeah. and you're like we boom, finish each you. other's sandwiches, sandwiches. <laughs> 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 saying, dude. may or may not have watched frozen one too many times yeah one too many times now yeah. so i mean Honestly, I'm starting to think about, you know, why do people listen to us? I mean, I'm thinking they either, you know, they want to make some more money. They want to quit their nine to five job. They want to increase their bottom line, be a better investor. Like all these different things are the reason why I would listen to me. Right. Oh, you don't have a choice. You have to listen to you. Yeah. My voice comes into my head, so I have to listen to me. (laughs) But But that's the only reason why I listen to you. Right. I mean, that's that's what people want out of a, a good podcast show. And that's what I want to try to make sure that we offer our people. Well, yeah, right? I think I think when it comes down to it is we didn't necessarily, up until we started talking about this, uh, we didn't necessarily have our direction set. We were doing this podcast just For fun. to kind of do it, yeah. to figure it out. But uh, we are definitely reaching people. Definitely. Right? Definitely. Uh, first of all, to everybody who has been listening, I know we've put out a lot of content. Not all of it has been great. Uh, hopefully, some of it has been really good. Um but, you know, those of you that have been listening, thank you. Yeah, for sure. We really appreciate it. And, uh, you know, we hope that as we continue to do this, it will actually become more and more valuable. Right. We want to make sure that there is value that we're leaving on the table here. We want to make sure that you we're, we're properly compensating you for your time with value. Right. We want to make sure you get something out of it. Not only that is is knowledgeable, but something that you can put into action. Right? Right. Something that you can use today to start making you more money or putting you in the right direction where you want to go. You know, uh, Albert Einstein had a great quote, right? The one that you brought up. Uh, Problems cannot be solved by the same level of thinking that created them. You know, what does that mean? I mean, it means that if you put yourself in a box, then you could definitely use another perspective to help you how to get out of it. Right. And and that's that's really essentially what we're trying to offer here, what Business Bros is really going to be all about. We're we're going to call it our E equals MC squared, our entrepreneur entrepreneurs money coaching club. Right? E equals MC squared. I'm kind of a math teacher. So the kind of you know, math teacher. So if you do E equals MCC, the C's multiply together, they get squared. Right. Is that is that like being kind of pregnant? I'm kind of a math teacher. Yeah, I'm kind of pregnant and kind of a math teacher. <laughs> it's never going to go away. That thing's right, going to be right there. So, you know, in honor of Albert Einstein, we're going to use that E equals MC squared. And our money coaching club is going to be just that. We want to be that other outside perspective of your business to help you figure out how to take it to the next level. Right. Most most businesses, most people who get into business, they're in the self-employed business. Right. They go to work. Um, they do their sales, they handle their accounting, they do um, all their human resource departments, they deal with clients, they deal with great clients, they collect the money, they do everything. Yep. They get no break. They do it all. They do it all. And and although that's a that is that could be a very successful business, we know people who make, you know, a quarter million dollars a year being self employed and they right. do a phenomenal job. They do. But if they were to die or be incapacitated when they die when they die there's nothing that they're leaving behind right right? there is no legacy left over 
and what the the MCC, right, our E equals MC squared, our money coaching club, what we want to do is help you turn your self-employed business into an OPR business. Man, all these acronyms. I know. Right. MCC, MC squared, OPR. Huh? Okay, well, what well is- MCC is MC squared. Right. So money coaching club. Money coaching club. And uh, OPR. OPR. When we say an OPR business, we're talking about other people's resources. We want to try to see, we want to show you that there's another way, that there's a better way, that there's an easier way to not only create something that's going to make you money, but give you something long term to leave behind so that your kids have a job or a career or a thriving business that they can even take to another level that you weren't even prepared to. You're laying the foundation today. We don't want it to go to waste. Right, right. right? And so I think. Uh, and tell me if you agree with me that people who are self-employed, uh, there can be a sense of financial freedom there. But when you die or when you stop working, that income stops. Right. Right. right? So what we're trying to help people do is build uh, OPR businesses that will really give them the financial freedom that whether or not they're working, whether or not they're alive, whether or not anything, that business will continue to run and something that they can leave behind for their children. Right. And we have a ton of experience. We've built crappy businesses from the self-employed level that didn't work out. I mean, there's a, like a this statistic, podcast. right? There's a statistic, <laughs> right? That says nine out of 10 businesses will fail within their first year. Right. And of the ones that make it, nine out of 10 of those will fail within the first five years. And the number one reason that they fail is burnout. They get burnt out. They're done. I'm over it. I don't want to be the boss and the employee and human resources and the one dealing with the customer. I'm over that. Now, if this sounds like like you, if you're in the midst of it and you're done, you're tired, you want to get going and do something different, make something real, make business what you intended it to be. That's when you need to go to our website www.csfirst.com you need to go to the comment section you need to fill in the information and say help me see another level show me a different perspective right now is the time to do it because nobody's going to do it for you if you're going to get off your butt and work as hard as you are you might as well be handing your money to somebody else you probably better off just getting a job because you have a much more difficult job when you're self-employed there is satisfaction in seeing something that you've created and done well but how long is that satisfaction going to last? You got to get up and do it again. So if you want that different level, you want another point of view of somebody to help you create a system in place so that, you know, these different job, these different pieces of your job become systematized so that other people are running the show on the stuff that you don't want to do so that you're building a true legacy, a true dream, something to pass forward. Go to our website, www.csfirst.com. Uh, dot com or you can follow us on facebook at cs first and you know inquire ask questions get going make a move don't stand there and do nothing it's time for you to take action so let's jump into our topic for today you actually led right into it like everything that you were just talking about how you know the number one reason for it work uh for businesses to fail is burnout right and the topic that we're talking about today is Work sucks. But you still have to do it. But you still have to do it. And that, I mean, that's the truth. You have to work. And I'm not saying that when you go to our website, when you go and, you know, sit down with us and we talk about your particular business or you're going through our coaching program, I'm not saying that you can't do it. I'm not saying that it's going to get easier for you to do it. I'm not saying that the workload is going to be less because chances are you're going to work harder. 
but you're going to have an end goal. Your dream is different now. Your end game is different now, right? It's still going to take work to achieve that dream. It's just because your goals are different, your strategies will be different, right? And, Agreed, you know, yeah. hard work is only a prison sentence if there's no meaning behind it, right? I got that from a from a book called Outliers, right? And, and in the book, they talk about uh, becoming an expert, that it takes 10,000 hours of doing this one thing to become an expert. And it, it, it really, I sat back and I started thinking. That's a long time. All right, math teacher, did you figure out exactly nah, how long that is? No, nah, it's about 10 years of working about a good six to eight hours a day doing stuff. 10 years of work, of a full-time job of doing something. And, and then you become an expert. You know, it's right? funny, it's funny because um, one of the things that's going on in our business is I am changing departments, right? I have been managing the personal lines side of our insurance industry, of our insurance company, and I'm going to be switching over here very shortly to, well, I'm, I basically already have, uh, to taking over the commercial lines. So I've been working in personal lines now for about five years. Let's right. just round it up to five years. And I do feel very much like an expert in those personal lines of insurance. And now I'm going to switch over. I'm going to do commercial. So I have a bit of a head start because, you know, they're pretty closely related. But I I do know and I do understand that there's a new time investment, right? Will it be another 10,000 hours when I become when I finally become an expert in commercial lines of insurance? It probably will be. It probably will be. You know, but you're becoming an expert along the way. You're doing the work that's required to get there. Right. And, and your your transition from personal lines to commercial lines is partially to become the expert, but more so to build a system so you can step away from that. Right. 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 I mean, that's a difference between, you know, the way that we do business and the way that other people do business. You know, when we're talking about OPR versus self-employed, if I wanted to become a commercial lines expert so that I could sell a bunch of uh, commercial lines insurance, I would be using my knowledge and my skills to to be a salesperson. Right. Which there's nothing wrong with that. A lot of people are very, very successful. Uh, the president of our company is very much that person. Yeah. Right. I mean, he knows what he's doing on those commercial lines and, and he by himself without any help is, you know, a mass producer, a mass producer. I mean, 35% of our company producer. Right. Right. It's huge. So he's 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 awesome. But that's not what I want for myself. I want to use other people's resources. So what I'm doing is learning the commercial side of uh, insurance so that I can put a system in place so that I can teach other people and make it easier. Right. And make it easier for someone else to come in. It's the McDonald's effect. Right. We the want McDonald's we effect. want to be able to create a system so that somebody who has no experience can come in and focus their efforts on finding a client, getting meeting the client's needs, but not really have to re- try to, you know, take the 10 years to become an expert on the on the process. The process is there for them. Right. Right? And then if the process is there, now we can bring in not one person, but multiple people to use the same system. Right? right? And that's what we're doing. You know, we're we're close to 50 agents here across California, and the goal is to be at what I think we said, two hundred by the end of next year. Two hundred by the end of next year. So yeah. we want to grow what four times in four size. Four times in size. And the only way that's going to happen is if there's a system in place to make it happen, right? And that's to what, facilitate to it. To facilitate it. And that's yeah. what that's what our coaching program is, is focused on. Is trying to get you to 
build that system, put that thing in place. But you don't have that perspective. Not yet. Right? Probably not. Because you've been working all your life. You have had a job your entire life or you've been self-employed your entire entire life. life. And that ideology of an OPR business hasn't quite set in yet. But something's in there ticking, right? You're thinking about how to do it. You've just been in the box. It's the only reason why you're listening to us. It's the only reason why you're listening. So you've been in the box, you know, and working really hard and creating something great within that box. You just need the outside opinion to help you set yourself free. So why hasn't this already happened? Why do we procrastinate? Honestly, most people, we get lazy. After an eight-hour day of doing a work, doing a job. Heck, yeah. I mean, and then you come home, you have family, you have kids, or whatever it is, you get lazy. I mean, yeah, I'd just, rather just throw I, on some Netflix. Throw on some Netflix, get me a beer, let me kick my feet up, and chill. Right? And even even when it comes to the weekend stuff, right? Why is it that those honey-do lists never go away? Right? <laughs> it's because y- you find yourself doing You don't anything. need to remind me every six months. God. Right? <laughs> <laughs> when you find yourself doing anything other than that one thing you have to do. Right. The one thing that's really bothering, the one thing that could actually make a difference in your life. Right. If I want, if, you know, if, if I was just to take some time and dig deep into my into my business, what what system do I need to build? That's a daunting task. Heck, yeah, it is. So I'd rather go clean the toilet or I'd rather go wash the dishes or I'd rather clean the pool. I'd rather do something other than that one thing that, you know, has been dreading you. Right. And and I, I, I am guilty of doing the same thing in my inbox, in my email inbox. Uh, you know, I always have like six email messages that are still unread. And those are things that I have to do. And they've been there for a year or longer yeah, because I need to get to them. And I do everything other than what I need to do. But I know if I do those, my productivity in that section will go way up. I just have to sit down to do them. I'd scroll rather than do it. Scroll rather than do it. Right? I'd rather open up my Facebook. I'd rather answer tweets. I'd rather do a podcast. I'd rather do a lot of other things than the thing that would get me to point B the quickest. Can we just get rid of that little red bubble in the notification center? Like, <laughs> like you got that icon, you got the little red bubble that says you have six unopened emails. No, no, that's the beauty of it, though. That's the thing that's poking you in the back. That's the outside perspective saying, look, I'm still here. You need to do this if you want to make a difference. Right? That's who we are. Right? That's, right. As coaches, that's who, that's who we're going to be. We're going to be that little nagging thing in the back of your head. You know you're supposed to do it, right? We're going to be the notification bubble. We're going to be the notification bubble. We're your gym. We're that we're that person at the gym that you show up and they're like, hey, what's up? All right, now drop and do, give me 20 or, you know, <laughs> all right, start the treadmill. You're going that slow? No, no, no. Pick up the speed. You got to get the heart rate up. Well, I mean, there's one thing like if you go to the gym and like that person's there. But the other thing about the gym is like a personal trainer. If you hire a personal trainer, like they text you and they're like, yo, what's going on? You know, I haven't seen you today. We have a, we have a time we have, we're scheduled to meet. Like they're your accountability partner. And that's part of what our coaching program will also do is provide you accountable. Yeah. Provide you, provide you with, with somebody to just be there constantly. Right. Like where are you at? Have you done what you set out to do? Remember, this is your goal. You want to do this. You contacted us because you want the change. All we're doing here is telling you what you need to do to get there, and you have to be the one to do it. But non, I tried. Try, try. Do or do not. There is no try. Right? Little green guy said that. 
I love that little green guy. I love that. The force is strong with him. The force is very strong with him. <laughs> so dreams, right? Dreams and wishes. People always say that. Those that we talked about that in our Ragrets episode. Remember the Ragrets episode? No regrets, but people have regrets where they dream about stuff. That's the beauty of buying a lotto ticket. Right. right, you're not really gonna win. There's a very minute chance that you're gonna win. But why do you buy the lotto ticket? Gives because you, you could be one in two hundred and seventy-eight million. So I mean, you're telling me there's a chance, right? <laughs> but it's the it's the it's the dream, it's the wish, the thought that goes in your head. It's that euphoria that you that you have a lotto ticket, and there's a chance that I can quit my job. Right? What does that tell you? I mean, that means you're looking at that lotto ticket and you're hoping for something. Right? Why not make an action plan? Take action instead. Take action instead. The effort that it takes to do what you need to do every single day, you're going to get to a destination by taking a first step forward. So sometimes it could be really easy, right? And sometimes it's like what you talked about, these really daunting tasks that sit unopened in your email for a year or longer, right? One thing, though, that I read that was really cool, if it takes you less than two minutes to do, just do it now. Yes. Right. And so like that's that's like this this motivating thing. Right. Like sometimes it's something that's going to take longer than two minutes, but sometimes it's something as as quick and easy as picking something up or, you know, sending that email that has been sitting there. Uh, For me, it's forms that I need to develop. Yeah. Right. That's what's sitting in my email box is forms that I need to develop to make things more efficient. And they're, they're sitting there and they're waiting and it wouldn't take me more than. 10 minutes i could get those forms done in 10 minutes but they sit there and they've been sitting there for a year and then when you get them done the whole system changes the the way that things are brought into the company the way that agents are able to close business from that i mean it makes a whole difference it makes a huge difference which means our bottom line gets better right right which means more money in our pocket and yet they sit. And yet it sits. Right? And Procrastination, I, that's a, right? Procrastination. And in the other thing about procrastination, this is one of these uh, Tim and Julie things that I hear on their, on their podcast. Perfect is the enemy of done. Right? Perfect Agreed. is the enemy of done. One Absolutely big true. excuse to not getting things done, to not getting your work done, is it's not perfect. It's not perfect. And so it never gets done because you're always shooting for perfection. That's one of the things that actually holds back some of our agents in our business, right? Um, One in particular that I'm thinking of would rather stick to the non-standard auto. For those of you who don't understand the the, the language, it's basically people who have bad driving records, right? People who are going to go to uh, the general or, you know, whatever, like people with bad driving records. This agent would rather stick to selling that kind of insurance all day long and that's what she does and and she's great at it right build a very successful book but because she doesn't understand uh or fully understand those other lines of business she doesn't even want it to start to dive in you know she's very very hesitant she's not perfect at it so so, she can't get herself to do it exactly perfection is the enemy of done perfection is the enemy of done it hurts right and 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 don't get me wrong, things that are done flawlessly and perfectly are definitely beautiful. But we're all human. We all make mistakes. And the even, mistakes are where we learn. Even the outliers, right? Those outliers that outliers, you were talking about. Even the outliers make mistakes. So, you know, and, and one of the things that, you know, aside from 
perfection. You know, aside from the fact that that if you get it done, you're that much closer, right? That concept of that much closer is a struggle for a lot of people. You know, they want they just want it, they to want be it done. now. Yeah. They want it now. We live in a generation of I want it now. I Google. I don't like that link. I like that link. Oh no, I don't like that video skip. I don't like this picture skip. I'm scrolling through my Facebook. Ah, oh, that's interesting. No, right? It's a it's the era of instant gratification. And if we're doing something and it requires that you work for a future result, whether it's ten thousand hours, so it's forty hours a week. After five years, you're hitting your ten thousand hours. Mm-hmm. Right? Five years is a long time. That's a long Especially time. if you're thinking about right now, I want the result today. I'm doing the work because I want to get paid today. Imagine if you started today one step at a time, where right. your world would be in five years. But, but if you don't get started today, you're never going to get there. Never going to get there. Never going to get there. Right? You need that, that accountability. So people, uh, people want instant results, right? It's like they work out for two weeks and they quit because they don't got a six pack. Like seriously, I dude. got like a keg right now. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> lugging it around, lugging my keg around. That's why I got nice legs, right? Because they got to carry a lot of upper weight. <laughs> no, but I mean, it, people do that all the time, right? I'm about to go to Vegas in you know a few weeks. Now is when I detox. Yeah. Now is when I start working out, and then it it's time to go to the beach or go to the Vegas trip or whatever, and they're not 100 percent satisfied because it's not a quick thing. The, no, your not. body is going to take time. It's going to take proper diet. It's going to take proper exercise. I mean, huge dedication if depending on what goal you want to get to. Right, right. But, you know, it's work. It is. And, you know, if you get upset with the results and you're not putting in that kind of work for the long period of time that it requires, mm-hmm. that's just the way it is. So whether it's physical, whether it's business, whether it's relationships, it's all the same thing. It's, it's all, a yep. daily struggle to do what you need to do on a daily basis. And one of the things that we talked about in the other podcast is that that commitment, right? First step is commitment. Uh, the second step is perseverance. Uh, the third step was resilience because sometimes you fail and yeah. you just got to come back to it and then you recommit. You know, right. it doesn't matter whether it's business or working out or, you know, whatever it, whatever area in your life that you are trying to affect change, it takes that commitment, it takes that perseverance, it takes that resilience that you just keep working towards it. Pro- uh, success is the progressive realization of a worthy ideal that's right results take time dedication effort and discipline and that the, that's the problem is discipline Ooh. is like it, it's got much more letters than four but it's treated like a four letter word oh yeah that's a, that's a big one i mean discipline discipline right we all struggle with it we, no we, we all everyone struggle. has it, difficult us discipline too. problems Definitely. absolutely absolutely but the lack of discipline some people you know they only cheat a little bit right they, but like, often but often Right. And that's, that's, you know, that comes, I mean, I got family members that are diabetics and they do that, right? Oh, it's okay. I only have a little bit, but it was a little bit at breakfast and then a little bit at lunch and then a little bit at dinner. And then a little bit after that, before you go to bed, all those little bits add up, right? You know, and that's not discipline. That's cheating constant. (laughs) That's a different kind of discipline, right? (laughs) That's the anti-discipline. The anti-discipline. Okay. That's just you doing what you want to do in, in smaller moderation and justifying it by calling it, you know, justifying it by calling it discipline. It's not right. Real results, real results take time, dedication, effort, and discipline. Unfortunately. 
Yep. Right. Or fortunately, if you do it every day, you're going to get there. You know, right. <laughs> and my brother-in-law says this, don't talk about it, be about it. <laughs> don't talk about it, be, be about, about it. it. Right. And, and it, it really comes down to um, if you're going to set a goal for yourself, right? One of the things I don't do is when I work out, I don't post it on Facebook. You don't post no gym selfies? I don't post gym selfies, right? Oh, and it's man. nothing against the gym selfies. It's what you get out of the gym selfie, right? So let's say, for example, I had a goal. I'm going to um, make $10,000 this month. Okay. Right? Well, I'm going to go out and tell somebody, hey, guess what? I'm going to make ten grand this month. They're going to be like, dude, that'd be sick. It'd be cool. You're going to do this? Oh, that's awesome. That compliment, that you know, gratification that I'm receiving from them, right. that's my subconscious getting exactly what it wants before it does the action. Before it does, gets the work done. Before it actually earns it. So it's like, hey, I'm going to start going to the gym. So I show up to the gym on the first day and I post my gym selfie. I'm like, yeah, yeah, I'm here, right? And everybody's on Facebook. Oh, yeah, congratulations. Good job. You Keep look good. Up. Keep it up, et cetera, and so on. So all of that positive uh, reinforcement. Yeah, I don't positive know that, reinforcement. All of that, you know, the positive reactions. Anyway, I wouldn't say it's reinforcement, but the positive reactions that you're getting, it like satisfies. I don't know the medulla oblongata or whatever the heck it is in your brain. Whatever it is in your where brain, where you're like, yeah, I did it, even though you didn't actually do it. No, and and that's the problem is you start to accept that as done. Right. Right. Whether or not you do it consciously or subconsciously, you're accepting that you've reached your goal in your mind mm-hmm. because you've gotten the praise that you've. W- were that seeking. was what you wanted. Yeah. That was really what you were seeking. You weren't actually seeking the goal. You know, it's funny is that's biblical. Right. They talk about the uh, the people who who uh, will give to the poor and they'll do it so publicly so that they can get the praise from it, right? But right. the people who really, you know, their hearts are in it or whatever, they they give and they give privately so that, you know, they don't want the praise. Right. Right. And and but that's it's part of it is is that for sure. And that that it feeds to the same brain part, the right. same subconscious part. And it makes you feel good. It tricks you into thinking you've achieved your goal, right? Right. And then you don't actually go out and achieve it. Because you've received what you want to receive. And that's which is that praise. Which is that praise. Now, if you had to like figure it out or die, like if your life depended on you getting this thing done, mm-hmm. chances are you'd get it done. Right? Yeah, I mean chances are. Right? Chances are. And and that that comes down to the accountability factor, right? If there's no accountability, if it's just a picture with comments that you're after, then there's not gonna be any result. There's so, nothing to hold you accountable. So basically like if somebody had a gun to your head and was like you know, you're going to work out, you're going to lift, you know, whatever. Like, you're going you're you're gonna gonna to get do that it. done. You're going to do it. Like you're going to push yourself to every fiber of your being to get it done because your life depends on it. And and that is how you win. That's that is how, you how you're win. successful. You have to figure out what's important to you. Right. Right? I mean, what is really important, what's driving you, because that's the thing that's going to, that's the reason why you're going to wake up in the morning. That's the reason why you're going to go out and do what you need to do. I actually have a cool little story. So um, I joined the Navy in 2006. I was 22 at the time, right? So 22, basically the prime of my of my health and my the prime of my fitness, right? So somehow I managed to trick the powers that be into thinking that I could be a Navy SEAL. Oh, yeah. Right? You remember okay. that? Yeah, I remember this. So... Um, I passed the initial physical test to be a Navy SEAL. They're like, okay, you're, you can, you can pass this basic stuff. 
you can train to be a SEAL, right? It wasn't more than two weeks, right, that I was waking up earlier than everybody else in boot camp, right, and training harder than everybody else. And I was like, you know what? It ain't worth it. I don't want it that bad, right? And so the lesson that I learned from that is to be a Navy SEAL, you have to want it so bad that there's no other option. That's it. There is absolutely no other option. I'm either going to be a SEAL or I'm going to die. Right. Right. But I'm going to die either, doing it. But I'm going to die doing it. I need to either be successful in my business or I'm going to die. I need to either lose this weight, be this fit, be this, you know, whatever, whatever or I'm going to die. That's and if you don't have that kind of drive, then it's probably the thing that you're shooting for isn't that important. It's there really what it comes down to, right? You don't want it that bad. You don't want it that bad. And you know what? A lot of times, that's okay. Yeah. You just have to realize that within yourself and figure out what's important. And those things that are important, those are the things that you fight for. Yeah. And it's it's that thing about being self-aware. What is your purpose, right? Some people, it takes them a long time to figure out what it is. Some people know. I mean, that's where you get some prodigies, right? It's just that they figured out what it is that they're going to do. And they do that all the time they get to their 10,000 hours quick right because that's what they wanted to do opportunity presents itself and they're experts and ready to take advantage of the opportunity that's there because they figured out what it is what is their why this is the thing I want to do this is the thing that I'm going to do no matter what right and they say no to distractions right something comes up they're like no I don't want to do that yeah they say no, you know, hey, we're going to go out and party. You want to come? No, I'm good. Right? No, not even a little bit. No, I'm they good. They stay focused. Right? Hey, Hyper we're going we're gonna, to we're gonna trade to, we're going we're gonna to change direction. We're going to go in this route. No, I'm, I'm good. I'm going to keep doing what I'm doing. Yep. Right? You might call them stubborn. They might be dumb at the time, but they know when to say no. Yep. They know when what, what they want is going to be hindered or blocked or changed by that action. Yep. And they say no. Absolutely. They're disciplined. <laughs> Damn, the there's, that, there's that word Damn, again. One Damn. more time, Ooh. right? Ooh. Right? It's just it's just not good enough for them, you know? And and sometimes when you're when you're getting ready, when you've figured out what it is you want to do, you know, you're working towards that thing. Sometimes you're you're just not good enough to be successful, but you're just not good enough yet. Right? right. If you find yourself doing that thing that you're passionate about, you're getting up every day, you're doing that thing, and you still find yourself n- failing, but you continue to want to do it, it's just that you're not good enough yet. Right. Well, it, it's just like this podcast, right? We're, what, 20-some-odd episodes into it now, and the first 20 episodes might have sucked. Yeah. I've listened to, you know, a good number of them, and some some of some them are, are right? yeah, some pretty are good. good, and some of them are like, Ew. Right? And I think that our audience probably could agree with that. Yeah. Some should agree pretty good, with that. Should agree with that. <laughs> but the more that we do this, the better that we get. And we are the type of people that we're never good enough. No. no. We are our Always own. striving to do better. We are our own worst critics. Absolutely. Always. And so we're always going to be striving for better. Every single time. We're always going to look back at our show and be like, that, that sucked. Right? That How sucked. can we make it better? But the other thing is, we don't not post it. 
we no, put we it out there anyway. Yeah. We put it out there because we want everybody else to see. We, I mean, eventually, I think we're gonna get to the point where our podcasts are cool. They're fun. They're entertaining. Everybody mm-hmm. wants to hear them. When we get to about ten thousand hours, when we get to recording. about ten thousand hours of recording, it's gonna be that way, right? But the fans at that point can look back and they can go back to episode one, episode two, and listen to how crappy those episodes are compared to where we're going to be. Right. Because I love that. we've worked to that point, right? We've put in the time, we've put in the hours, and we're getting there. And it's only going to get better going forward. Because we're not worried about perfection. We just want to get it done. And eventually it's going to get better. Because it practice, will always get better. Practice, practice is not something you do when you're good. It's something you do that makes you good, right? Ooh. That's what we're doing here. We're practicing to get better and better and better. Even the outliers, even those people who are excellent at the things that they do, the, the professional athletes and stuff like that, they practice. They practice. And they practiced not when they, I mean, when they're good, they still practice. Right? Exactly. Kobe Bryant, one of the greatest basketball players of all time. Michael Jordan, same thing, right? They practice. Once they were in the NBA, they practiced a ton. Yeah, right. Of there were probably like some of those people who practiced when they didn't even need to practice. They stayed on the court or they showed up early. They did everything they needed to. But that's not really what made them great. They were already great and they practiced. The reason they were made great, the reason they became great is because they put in the practice before when nobody was looking, when nobody cared. Not when to nobody mention they were name. just incredibly talented. But yeah, absolutely. They but had to put like, in that work. Yeah, but that doesn't that, that, that's not discounting talent. Talent, innate talent or height or ability, <laughs> that's there. But the discipline to make it great right. that, and the dedication to do that, to have the discipline to do that, yep. that's different. Yep. That's yep. different. Tiger Woods, all of them. All of them. They've yep. been putting in their 10,000 hours way before the opportunity came to present themselves with a professional contract. So they were the just question, prepared to be there. The question to the lis- listeners then is, what do you spend most of your time doing? Exactly. That thing that you're spending your time, that you're spending your hours on, I don't care what it is. Is it playing Fortnite? I don't know. Right? Is it playing the guitar? Is it training? Is it what is the thing that you spend the most time doing? Teaching? Whatever it is that you're spending the most time doing, that is your expertise. That is the thing you need to look at and say, okay, I am an expert in this. How can I teach more people? Or how can I expand to more people? How can I monetize this thing that I'm passionate about? What if what if I'm, you know, making hamburgers at McDonald's or what if I'm bagging groceries or what if I'm, you know, these are uh, how how do I turn these things into a business? Those things aren't your business. Those are the things you do to pay your bills. Okay. Right? But what is it that you're and this is where I think the confusion comes between passion, you know, because there's something, you know, where oh, you follow your passion, you're going to get there. Right? That's that's not necessarily true. Your passion might be the thing that you're good at. Mm-hmm. How do you take what you're good at and monetize it? So it's not you know the hours that you spend bagging groceries. No. Right? It's when you get home and you're done with that. What else do you do with your time that you could monetize? And for what it's worth, even if Netflix, even if watching Netflix is your thing, I have seen people monetize that. Right. Right. I have a buddy who gets on YouTube and watches whatever like D-rated movies on Netflix because there's so much content, right? So they'll just watch whatever, something new, something that they've never seen before, and they'll give a review on it on YouTube. And they have enough viewers to actually create a little bit of income for themselves. It's just 
you become the expert in the thing you do most. It's the reason why you're going to get up to do it in the morning. It's the reason why you're going to do it after your eight-hour shift of bagging groceries or whatever it is. It's the drive that's going to get you there. It's the thing that's going to fuel your ability to stay disciplined. Right. That's what you need to target. And if you need an accountability partner, make sure you go to our website, www.csfirst.com. Follow us on Facebook at CS First, or you can hit us up on Twitter at Trades on the Road. So don't be lazy. Get off your butt and do something. The, the, path the time to is tomorrow, now. The path to tomorrow starts today. Let's do it. E equals MC squared. Peace. Bye-bye. And I'm out.